This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics, your one-stop shop for all your podcast data needs. Podmetrics aggregates data from Anchor, Spotify, Chartable, Facebook Live, and YouTube in order to show you the real picture of how your show is doing. The best part is, it's absolutely free. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and don't forget to use the referral code GEEKYHUANS. That's geeky, J-U-A-N-S. Podmetrics, the only analytics you'll ever need for your podcast. Hello guys, welcome to the Geeky Ones. This is episode 83 and um, this is a very this is a special episode because uh, we just finished watching Wrestle Grand Slam a while ago. Um, started at 4 p.m. ended at just like 7.30 and yeah, this is our instant reactions as soon as the event has finished. We just yeah. had dinner, we just rested a bit and now we're ready to uh, bring you... Um, bring you coverage of what ha- what happened and what are our reactions and opinions about the event so awesome and to help us uh steven will be here for what uh will be here after a while uh but for tonight our guest is derv from Re- wrestling after work so derv say hi hi guys welcome back welcome happy to be here again uh yeah so still pumped about the event earlier Jude, question uh, before yep. you start. Does mm-hmm. this, am I the only one or did you feel that this was the first big event, the first true big match, big uh, event feeling mm-hmm. event for New Japan after the Wrestle Kingdom this year? I think it is. The closest thing that I can compare it to is Dominion last June where mm-hmm. Shingo won the title. That's like, uh, that's the closest yeah. thing. But in terms of how big the big the size of the event, yeah, uh, the scope it's it's bigger than uh, it's bigger than bigger than um, Dominion. Dominion and yeah, while the while of course you know they can't have the full Tokyo Dome crowd since yeah. you know, it's still the pandemic, uh, they cannot. I uh, know it's it was still good like and that, yeah, like uh, it was still good. I, I know the crowd may not be as loud since you know there are fewer, but it was just a banger it was just a banger of an event now you know we have lots to talk about and before we talk about hello steven welcome to welcome to the stream before we start uh i think we have to talk about the change in the main event of the, yeah. Yeah. the show because the main event was supposed to be shingo takagi versus kota ibushi for the iwgp world heavyweight title that was supposed to happen yeah that was supposed to happen to kanina but the thing was, uh, due to um, um, Kota Ibushi's condition, uh, I think aspiration pneumonia. Yeah, yeah that's what it's called. Where yeah. uh, the, condition is, the condition is like uh, when you ingest something or drink something, um, it goes the wrong way. Yep. It goes to the lungs. So that's his condition. And yeah, he's not fit for re- to wrestle for a while. But, you know, best wishes for Kota because, you know, we, we, we miss Murder Ibushi every now and then. And Shingo versus Kota would have been a banger of a match. And yeah. I hope they I, I hope they do it. Uh, they do it soon. And they do it. Uh, or, you know, G1 is right around. G1 is just uh, almost around the corner after a month. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be a possibility right there. Anyway, so guys, what do you think of the changes or... Anything you might add before we start uh, talking about the matches itself themselves? Go Derv, you go first. Uh, I think uh, this was really last minute because they were still watching if Kota can be okay for the 25th, even though the outlook was really dim. 
But um, yeah, for a last minute replacement, it doesn't go anywhere. Ah, not anywhere any better than this because it's Hiroshi Tanahashi at the Tokyo Dome, which is like what Tanahashi gets plus fifty stat points on all yeah. categories, <laughs> <laughs> especially if he's in the main event for the title. Yeah, so I hope Shingo, uh, I hope Kota recovers, but. To be honest, I was more excited for the event today because Tanashi and Takagi already had a banger this year. And <clears throat> what has been the year of Shingo, um, I think it actually made Shingo's reign more significant. No offense to Ibushi, um, that he has to face the two golden boys back-to-back for uh, for winning the belt and to defend it for the first time. So, yeah, it, was, it made me excited more. But I want to see Kote Bushi healthy. And maybe he can beat Shingo at the G1. So that uh-huh. sets up the defense. And another certain guy from England who I don't know what's happening with him. <laughs> well. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so for me. Go Steven. I think it was fine. I think the replacement was fine. Um, but yeah. I don't see any complaints because it's Tanahashi. It's like it's like if John Cena, you know, like when John Cena came back last week um, or earlier in the week, everybody was just happy because he hadn't seen him in the main event like in, in WWE for a long time. In this case, it's kind of like Tanahashi, sort of, because you haven't seen him in like a in a in a top card match for a while now. It's like Okada yeah, until now. Exactly, diba? I yeah. mean, yung kay Jay White kay Tanahashi kasi medyo mid-card feud yun. But this, this is the biggest of the biggest. This is like having, for example, SummerSlam in MSG. Parang ganun. And then you, you need to have John Cena. In this case, it's like having Tanahashi there carrying the torch kasi nga, ah wait, one of the stars is unavailable. Let's get the guy who's yeah. basically carrying the company for the last 20 years now at this yeah. 15 actually yeah 15, 15 plus years mm-hmm. sobrang he's he's good old reliable now you know what, what you're gonna expect from Tanahashi you're gonna well, expect this thing eventually force a discord now in the German and stuff like that you know what you're gonna get mm-hmm. but there's just something about how do I say this Tokyo Dome Mania to, to Tanahashi is, uh, it's like, if Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, Tanahashi is Mr. Tokyo Dome. That's probably the best comparison yeah. to make. Uh, you know he's going to do something big. So, overall, I'm really happy with Tanahashi being there. Yeah, okay. and with, I think before we can go to yeah, the main brunt of the discussion, yeah, I'll, if I can add, um, because with Tanahashi and big matches, there's always a story into this match. Because I, I think Tanahashi is still the best all-around wrestler, even to his ailing age right now of, like, what, 43? But his body is going through worse. But he's still, um, with all honesty, I can say, yeah. he's still the most complete wrestler all around. I think Mokada's better, usually at 90% compared to Tanahashi now. But Tanahashi's that ten percent adds uh, more to like 
Because you expect a, tana, a an Okada match or an Ibushi match, you know what the story is going to be. With Okada match, it's going to be about the counters with Ibushi, yeah. and the finishing sequence with Ibushi is going to be like murder Ibushi and like strike, 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 strike. With Tanahashi, there's a different story every time. So, yeah, yeah that's what adds. <laughs> and adds I guess we can time. talk about that later when we yeah. go to their match. But now, let's go to the very first match now. Um, pre-event, we have the New Japan Rambo for the KO for the 2021 King of Pro Wrestling title, and it was a was a crazy event. It was wild. It was uh, sometimes I don't know what was happening, but hey, we found out what was happening eventually, and then we got a winner out of it. And <laughs> this is crazy. It was messy. Um, but hey, that's uh, that's essentially. I think that was you know we can call that Toriano's event essentially. Um. Yeah. Okay, so the stipulation Pretty much. is yeah. New Japan Rambo. It's basically like a Royal Rumble, except you can pin. Uh, I think you can pin. You can pin opponents in the ring. You can throw them uh, off the top rope, and yeah. you can also handcuff them. Yeah, handcuffing I think it's the added on, one. Yeah, handcuffing them on guardrails or ring ropes count them <laughs> as count as eliminations, which was kind of weird because it was uh it was messy at first. Yeah, because uh. When you handcuff someone, they cannot leave the ring. So they cannot leave their the place they were handcuffed on. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely. And for that case, kasi, you cannot um you cannot undo what you did. So that was crazy. Um okay, uh, and then you know the reaction or the result of this match is uh Chase Owens winning against uh Toriano. Uh who is the champion? He last eliminated Torian, which was fitting because they were the final. Who better to become the? Who better to be Chase's final opponent than the champion himself, Yano? So it was a really, um, really interesting event. The order of wrestlers were kind of funny, 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 kind of predictable. Like the factions, the factions just come came out uh, wrestler after wrestler. Hey. Oh no, who's gonna save his tag team partner? Oh wait, the next guy is his tag team partner. Anyway, so like it was a fun um fun little event. It was um it was it's like the closest thing you can see in an uh to a DDT match for NJPW and it was <laughs> pretty exciting. But hey, uh winner yeah, is Chase Owens, the Texas heavyweight champion, and now the holder of twenty twenty one KOPW. And um any thoughts about this match, Derv? You first. Um, the boyhood dream came true. Just like Shawn <laughs> Michaels 25 years ago, it's another Texan winning a rumble. Well, that's yeah. probably tradition by this point. <laughs> yeah. so. The Texas heavyweight champion is now the king of pro wrestling. And yeah, if I can describe this match, it's a fucking fun clusterfuck. Sorry for the cursing. It's a, it's a fun clusterfuck. That's what it is, basically. Because you have guys getting beat on and then they're handcuffed and then, then they're eliminated. But I really mm. like how they added the chaos and bullet club members uh, who were handcuffed uh, to the ropes and they added to the finish of the match. Oh, that was really colorful, yeah. though. You basically had uh, Okada's Yujiro, Yoshihashi, Kenta, who's really good at this heel comedy roles. And then the actual Yujiro helping Chase. So it's like overbooked madness, but still in a fun way. But yeah, I have to agree, the start was really messy. 
but as it as it went on and you had a sense of what is happening um okay just when i realized okay you can eliminate by handcuffing and then the rambo traditional rules still apply okay it was really fun and yeah the boyhood dream i'm happy that chase finally fulfilled fulfilled this boyhood dream and now i think we can finally move on from miano be uh hogging the kopw title for a year almost a year now right yeah more, more than a year than since a year you know he's pretty much a back-to-back champion for that no, I mean, yeah. when was summer struggle last year in jingo july july or august oh, july. if i remember correctly august 29 so it's still almost a year above him uh winning star uh winning the kopw and like the craziest stipulations but now i just hope that a serious wrestler um the guy who like is taken seriously like a suzuki or a great okan wins this soon so we can have fun matches that can also be like you can place in a card and say oh it's not just a curtain jerker match because basically the kopw match feels like yeah. it is fun but it feels like a uh, curtain jerker title so there you go Okay, so Steven, your thoughts on this? Well, Chase Owens found a way to avoid handcuffs again. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Uh, crazy That's on that. Yun lang. <clears throat> Same. That's it. Yeah. But I think I can no. say that I think Dervis right that you know the KOPW needs to be a more serious trophy. Since you know it could uh, it could be something like another strong style bout trophy kind yeah. of title, kind of like the never how the never open weight evolved into that. I think it would be better that you know, it would be a serious belt, uh, serious title. It's not a belt; it's a trophy. <laughs> but yeah, I really hope they I really hope they change things up. Yeah, just turn it into a freaking strong style title, and then we'll be. I'll be happy anyway. So next up, next up for the actual event, we have the very first match, which uh, for me was the biggest surprise of the day. Yeah. Um, ELP and Taiji Ishimori versus Rocky Romero and Ryusuke Taguchi. So Bullet Club versus the Mega Coaches for the IWGP Junior Heavy uh, Junior Yeah Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. yeah. This was a match that surprised mm. me a lot because. You know, this was supposed to be a shorter match. You know, you'd, you'd expect yeah. that Rocky Romero and Ryusuke Taguchi, um, you know, would easily be beaten by uh, beaten by ELP and Taiji. But the outcome was not the case. They went for 20 minutes. Um, <clears throat> third longest um, third longest match on the main card. Yeah. And... It was a fun match because, um, you know, we rarely get to see Ryusuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero showcase their moves that often anymore. Yeah. Uh, as, in they're, as they're getting there in age and, you know, becoming mentors for younger stars. Like, you know, uh, Rocky Romero has been on strong, helping out, uh, helping build strong into a very, very great um, US-based promotion for NJPW. And... Also, you know, mentoring younger stars. Like, you know, he was the manager for Pongi 3K, and that that went that's going well. That's still going well. 
but <clears throat> it was a very unexpected um it was a very unexpectedly good match and that's a, yeah. that's it's always a great thing uh despite the effort of Ryusuke Taguchi and Rocky Romero because they really did they really went uh they really went all out um you know uh Ryusuke Taguchi launched the Bomaye uh a, a butt based Bomaye and yeah. he was uh, launching his ass to Taiji Ishimori in ELP whenever he can. Uh, as Chris Charlton said on English commentary, an ass festival, which kind of sounded so <laughs> weird uh, out of context. Anyway, um, but yeah, despite their efforts, uh, El Fantasma and Taiji Ishimori were able to retain their titles and, you know, keep the yeah keep their titles and <clears throat> remain as one of the best. Um, I think they're kind of like the new... Um, the new uh, Kanemaru El Desperado yeah. in that context. So yeah, that's my thoughts. And let's go to Steven now this time first. All right. Uh, I'm, I really do ELP's magic boot um, story already because it's uh, besides that, Taiji is kind of just there right now. So, and yeah, it's kind of weird to say, uh, personally, I really thought he was going to be the junior <laughs> of, of both. Uh, true. 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 I just feel like he'd be more, more like accomplished by now. But Major gets good, man. It's available. Ishimori ELP. Robbie, Shoyo, Despi, Kanemaru, Hiromu. That's it. There's yeah. only like juniors right now in the company. It's very small. It's a very small roster. So I, I totally get it. And then... So I really hope we're not going to... Have just random tag teams like you know, mega coaches type of team. So yeah, summarize it. I want more. That's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think uh, I would feel like um, the best way for New Japan to have a bit more juniors is the way that they were doing it with during previous years. But it's kind of more difficult because they usually get talent from CMLL to help them to you know. Uh, oh. visit every now and then and ring of honor yeah. so that that was kind of, that's kind of a challenge but yeah i think yeah i think um i think an injection of newer talent and there's a reason why some juniors have not graduated to heavyweight as we can see but yeah um great thoughts on that derv what are your thoughts on the match hmm well i'm still distracted by the fact that we saw a tiny muscular guy dancing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was still mesmerizing to see taiji shimori dance and i bet in two years he's gonna look like rufio with his hairstyle because it's starting to get longer and i doubt that he <laughs> won't style it mm-hmm. and yeah but i have to agree with both of you guys it was a, a surprisingly good match um 
fun fact, uh, Taguchi and if I can remember remember correctly, I think Steven and Jude, you can uh, correct me on this one. Taguchi and Rocky Romero used to be rivals, right? Yeah, they are. They still kind of yeah. are in that sense. Yeah, for like a fall, I uh, fall Apollo fifty five and uh forgot the forever hooligans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. it, it was good to see them tag, and then give it an effort, even though we expect um Bullet Club to win. And yeah, I agree with Steven. The Magic Bull needs to the storyline needs to end soon. And yeah, and then Taiji starting to be the old reliable of the. New Japan Junior Division. Like, if a Roma is injured or someone is injured, he gets the belt or he gets the tag belts, right? So mm. this, he's still, yeah, pretty much. I think, one of the top juniors. But right now, I don't. It's like his luster has been lost a bit, little bit because of him being yeah. the old reliable, the fail safe to everything. But still, props to the man for performing well. So yeah, it was a surprisingly good match, and at around twenty minutes was i think it could have been shortened by like yeah four minutes three to four minutes but yeah uh still a good match okay there we go that's uh that's the iwgp junior tag team championship match and now we move on to another junior match and this one if the first one was really a surprise this one the result of this one is really a surprise too Robbie Eagles versus El Desperado for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. And, you know, Robbie Eagles has been uh, has not been in New Japan for a while, you know, just returned. And now he's contesting, he's now contending against El Desperado for the Junior's title. And, my, what a match. Um, it was really great. A really great match that um, helped, strengthen, um, helped strengthen Robbie Eagles a lot. I mean, he not only won the title, but he won it convincingly with his Ron Miller special. He just targeted the leg of El Desperado. It was just, it just felt so. Uh, the the build up, the result felt so uh, felt so good. Um, Robbie Eagles looks very strong out of the bat, and um, you know we were asking for more juniors. Uh, thankfully, Robbie is there to uh, to join, even though he's just one guy. Uh, thankfully, he's there to bolster up the juniors division, at least make the junior scene uh, add more, a little bit more variety. And now, yeah, Robbie Eagles and yeah, Desperado is really good at this one. He looked like uh, he, lo- he really looked like a strong champion as he is. But however, you know, um, Robbie Eagles got uh, Robbie Eagles found a way to just hold on and make sure that you know despi got to tap out and it was really good and i think good thing that um it was a one on straight up one-on-one because sometimes you can see yoshinobu kanemaru on side maybe the fear of you know a fellow suzuki gun member lurking thankfully that didn't happen it was a pure uh pure one-on-one contest it was really good um it's um i would say my I would say my uh, second favorite match of the night. So that's really great. Uh, Derv, your thoughts on this one? Um, this the sur- the result being a surprise is an understatement because <laughs> I was expecting uh, once Hiromo got cleared, that Despi will retain. But 
Roby coming out to Aussie colors and a, a little bit of gold was um, a bit of a wow factor. And a feel good moment after what he went through, his family went through recently, right? Uh, we won't discuss this. I think I won't discuss it if you know if you know what I mean. But yeah, this yeah. is a feel good moment for Robbie Eagles. Um, I guess he'll be uh, he'll be facing Hiromu now at the one of the Cebu uh, Dome shows for the last leg of the Wrestle Grand Slam uh, events, and this gave me a lot of thought. Uh, I gave it a lot of thought, and yeah, I think it's gonna be Despi and Hiromu at the Dome eventually. They have to finish the story, and they have to have Despi be in a big match with Romo once again because I think that that's the overarching story of the junior division in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like starting to it's starting to be the Naito Okada from Wrestle Kingdom 8 to 14. That is g- starting to be that storyline um, that we now have a clear number one and number two. No offense to Rob Eagles. He's the current champion now and he's one of the top guys there but there's still... Um, that cloud of Hiromo Desperado in another big match. Since um, last year, uh, their BOSJ finals match was, I think, number two in my personal favorite match of 2020. Um, and yeah, but it was good to see a contrast between the junior tag title match and the junior heavyweight singles championship because. It was smart for them to make it more of a grounded affair because we had more flying stuff. We had more high flying stuff in the tag match. So that was a great touch. Um, and the match ran the exact length I, that I would like it to be. Just a shade mm-hmm. under 20 minutes or it could have extended more into like 22, 23, but still sweet spot. And yeah, happy that Robbie Eagles... Uh, finally has a feel-good moment in New Japan and is now a bona fide single star there. Awesome. Okay. Now, um, next up, Steven, your thoughts on um, Robbie Eagles winning? Okay. Um, I cannot say much, honestly, because uh, for a large portion of this match, I was ordering pizza for dinner. <laughs> okay, go. It's fine. It but I'm glad that Robbie Eagles is now a proper single star because that was the biggest worry of mine when when Osprey went heavyweight. It's like, yeah. okay, so Eagles is basically alone now in chaos because his other fellow Gaijin, I think he's the only foreign wrestler left in... Because we don't know where Mikey Nichols is. I know he's trying to get to Japan, but it's really hard to fly to Japan. Um, right now, Robbie Eagles is the only foreign member of Chaos in Japan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're the only ones left. And they're uh, still weight division. So it's, 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 it's hard for Robbie Eagles to, to like, find a direction for the longest time. Uh, the pandemic did not help for sure, but at least now he's the junior heavyweight champion, the 90th IWGP junior yeah. heavyweight champion, and that is that's unbelievable, man. Like a Filipino Australian just became the 90th champion of that very very prestigious title. It's amazing to say, um, 
yun nga, I like you guys said, it's a more ground-based match, unlike Sina ELP, Taiji Ishimori, where they were flying everywhere. Mm, yeah. I just don't know, like, post Hiromu and Rob, what's gonna happen after that? Is Robbie Eagles gonna be a transitional yeah. champion? Is he gonna be, is he gonna be, like, a pretty, you know, stable champion for a while, maybe give him the belt for three to six months? Who knows? Like, I'm, I'm really hoping he'll still be champion by B. Assuming BOSJ is also delayed to like September or October or November. We'll see. I think BOSJ Baha, will. It's going to be. I think Steven, sorry to interject. I think they'll still follow. Like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. BOSJ is late, late last year. I think BOSJ happened November last year along with the World Tag yeah, League. Yeah, around the same. Like, sabay sila sa World Tag League, diba? Naga alternate nights. Sila. Yeah. World Tag League alternating with, you know. So, yeah, I'm really hoping B- Robbie Eagles holds on to the belt until BOSJ at least. But Hiromu, uh, who's next? And we all know <laughs> what happens inevitable. when Hiromu comes back. It's inevitable. But I'm worried that with Hiromu's injury history, yeah, he's not going to be the same Hiromu ever again. Because he's not going to be injured. This isn't good for his body. Yeah, so I'm glad Robbie Eagles is now a champ, a single champion in New Japan, well deserved. But yeah, you know, I'm the 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 vision of Gedo. I of I don't I I don't know what's gonna happen. So nice. Also worth noting that you know Robbie Eagles is <clears throat> second wrestler Filipino descent <laughs> to win a major title in New Japan. So Cobb won the never, and you know Robbie Eagles yep. won the juniors right now. And you know welcome to the Champions Club of New Japan. It's pretty difficult and first Australian to win a title, uh, first Australian to win a singles title in New Japan. Uh, worth noting that TMDK. Really? TMDK, uh, Mikey Noah. Nichols, and Shane Bourne were, uh, were a tag team. So, yeah, one thing worth noting. They won. Um, okay. I didn't know he was Filipino, and I have to thank Steven. And- <laughs> we kind of thought that you knew, so we didn't no, explain. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I actually so, interviewed him about it. Like, he, he likes Ube. Like, if you listen to our old, previous episode, we have an episode with Robbie Eagles, by the way. Thanks. Thanks to um, Sinestansi and uh, Raf Camus and Romoran for helping us make that happen. That was super cool. Um, it was like an hour chat with Robbie. Um, I was way too excited <laughs> to do the interview. I was like an hour early because I thought, oh no, the traffic's probably gonna be ba- gonna be bad. Because this was like literally the Feb right before the pandemic happened. Yeah. So okay, in um, a worth pandemic world. I was. We were able to interview Robbie Eagles. Okay. Now, worth noting, since we have that, I'll be posting the link of that to the comments on Facebook. So, before we start. Yes. Yes, yes. Anyway. Um, yeah. Congrats to Robbie Eagles. Really great match. Um, what a way to... Uh, now, he's officially the junior ace. For chaos, by the way, we're toting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, the only he's, he's pretty much the junior singles now. I know show is there. I know 
show has been uh, has been on a tear when he when um while Yo was injured, but with Robbie Eagles um winning the title, that makes him the top junior of the faction instantly. Yep. Before we uh before we go, before <laughs> you proceed to the next match, <clears throat> let's talk about um one of our sponsors, Podmetrics. Now Podmetrics is a podcast statistics aggregating site. We're able to identify your listener base, your audience base in different plat- platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So if you're looking to um, to know how many people are uh, listening to your show, where are they listening, like um, very individual demographics, you can also even check your live data on, uh, yep. on streaming sites like YouTube and Facebook. You just have to link them. Um, it's a really, really awesome site to check. Just your performance of your show, like, you know, how to grow your show by checking out um, your data. And the best part, it's it's all free. Now, um, the best part is you can use our code, uh, all caps, GeekyJuans, G-E-K-Y-J-U-A-N-S. And using that code helps you support our podcast. And that's really awesome. You keep the lights on and just keep us growing and make more awesome geeky content. So yeah, that that's it. Right. And the next one is next match is Kazuchika Okada versus Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Cobb. Now, compared to um compared to other matches, uh compared to the other matches, this one is uh arguably the lowest stakes, no title. Uh it's pretty much a grudge match, you know. Yeah. Jeff Cobb has been bugging Okada for a while and um, despite the lack of um, a really high stake reward to the match, it was a great match. <laughs> it was good. Um, it was good. It was probably, um, yeah, it was one of the better, uh, really great Jeff Cobb match. Now, Jeff Cobb has been a, has been on a tear this 2021. Uh, ever since G1 in 2020, he has been really good. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, the fact that he has faced, uh, he had got a really awesome match against Shingo Takagi, and now he's he has a match with Okada. That's a big step for, um, yeah, for Cobb, and you know, really more push for him as a singles competitor. And yeah, the match was really great. Um, Okada got to unleash a few, um, a few rainmakers, and uh, worth noting, he didn't use the money clip. If you're uh, if you're noticing that, that's one big thing. Nah, the money clip has been his calling card for much of his run recently. The fact that we didn't see that, it's pretty interesting. And um, surprisingly, despite the uh, despite the onslaught of suplexes and throws by Cobb, Okada won by um, rolling him up. Got the sneak, got the uh, got the clever pin right there, and hit the one two three and. Got away with the win. Uh, really cool. Uh, really interesting finish. I think this is not the end of Okada facing off against United Empire member. Oh, also worth noting. Um, I think Okada has beaten all United Empire members. All the three, the three main members of United Empire. Yeah. If you notice, he beat uh he beat Osprey in January. He beat Okan after G one. 
Yeah, last, last year. year. Okay, and then he beat Cobb now. now. Interesting. Um, thoughts on the match, Steven, You first. Uh, surprising. I was surprised by the result because I thought we would see the rainmaker because it is Tokyo Dome after all. Yeah. But we got a, a cradle pin. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of awkward because Jeff Cobb liked that tweet of us like saying, uh, "Oh yeah, Okada pin Jeff Cobb with an inside with a, with a cradle." Oh, like, Jeff Cobb. <laughs> kind of yeah, awkward yes, that Kuya yes. Jeff would say that would, would like that one tweet. <laughs> it was very a little awkward, but um, it's Okada in Pedom. He's he's basically Tanahashi now, so I'm not surprised <laughs> with the result. But I was hoping that we would um, see at least more of Okada, uh, not just an ins- uh, a cradle. Uh disappointing honestly <laughs> I, th- I thought there'd be more like it was intense yes but i fo- felt like it needed like an extra step so i think it needed a zoom yeah. out <laughs> yes there was no yeah. zoom out i think there was no zoom out. but maybe there was no zoom out because it was such a, such a small crowd yeah that's all okay nice all um your your call on this uh derv your thoughts um, is it weird that 2021 we can say that the worst card, a worst match on a very, very, very good card is an Okada match? Who would have thought? <laughs> but no, no disrespect because this was a good match, a really good match. But it being the middle match, um, before the intermission, if I remember correctly, this was before mm-hmm. the intermission, right? Um, that, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah before the intermission. It, it being the shortest match, and if we can rate it, um, if we if I can rate matches, um, a lot of matches will be at the eight eight point five uh, out of ten range, but um, this match felt like a seven point five, which is actually really good in most cards, but the action that we saw earlier. Who would have thought Okada had the worst match in a big card against a very capable Jeff Cobb as well? But I do like the cradle finish. Maybe they can get grouped together in the G1 and Cobb gets the win there because I don't think Okada's touching that belt until next year. Because they have to reward a certain someone who will be talking later I think he's gonna win G1, and we're gonna have a story about three buddies who want to see who's the best. And yeah, are they even buddies? That's a question. <laughs> well, anyway, all of them are in real life, so awesome. But yeah, Riggy, uh, it's a great, yeah, as I as there would say, best man. Really good match, but it was uh, you can argue that it's the worst match in in the main card. Arguably, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Just weird to say because you know it's it's Okada and Cobb. Remember, Cobb had the best uh, Wrestle Kingdom match in January. Yeah, we're toting there. Anyway, so yeah, next match we have. The dangerous techers, Taichi and Zack Saber Jr., along with Abimiho, 
Yep. Um, versus Los Ingobernables de Japón. I almost screwed that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sana- which has Sanada and Tatsuya Naito uh, for the IWGP Tag Team Championship. So, really, uh, this match, I just want to say that it felt too long. Felt too yeah, long. Bit. It was, um, sure, it was a main event level tag team affair. Um, tai Chi, ZSJ, Sanada, and Naito are really great singles performers. And yeah. having a former world champ as a tag team champion, you know, you, that means the tag title yeah. has a bit more weight than usual. However, you know, felt too long. Um, so many spots. Uh, yeah, it just, I think it could have um, benefited from being at least 12 minutes shorter. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, at least put it on the 25 minute mark. It was on 37, by the way, guys. It, it was longer, the than the main, of the whole longer than the main event, longer than the <laughs> Ramble by two minutes. The Ramble was 35. So it was a, uh, but despite that, it was a really great uh, showcase of abilities by Taichi and ZSJ and Sonata and Naito. You know, they had great chemistry. Um, yeah. Sonata and ZSJ have had their individual rivalries in the past. So as Taichi and Naito, you know, their dynamic, the dynamic of these two teams were really good. And in the end, Zack Sabre Jr. was able to win back the tag team titles by um, going with his classic Arabian clutch pin. I, I forgot. I think it was Arabian clutch. I forgot his European clutch pin, which was uh, one of my favorite pins ever. Like, um, got that. Um, you know, they find they won and celebrated with Miho Abe, which is kind of cool because she wasn't there when techers won their first title and you know she's back she's at least happy to celebrate and you know the techers are the best thing going for lij right now <laughs> uh the techers right now they're best especially after um despi lost despi lost the title um before this match but yeah um now let's move it to uh let's move it to derv derv your thoughts on this match um it was really good because it was really fun because, like Jude said, um, the chemistry is really there with these four because these four have, like, interlocking rivalries with each other. And, yeah, I expected that if the Techers are going to win, they're going to pin Naito and not Sanada because I think Sanada will ha- – they have really big plans for Sanada coming in the second half of this year. And it showed – that Sanada was not pinned, and Naito was pinned by ZSJ's. It was technically, I'm gonna say it's kind of like a roll-up effect, but still, it was ZSJ's fin- pinning finish, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I'm just surprised that um, what they're gonna do, because um, after the match, uh, uh, remember uh, the Techers confronted uh, LIJ backstage. Uh, rem- demanding a rematch, and then LIJ were demanding their rematch, and Pecker saying no, and then here comes Chaos, uh, Goto, and everyone's favorite um, Korean personification, um, Yoshihashi, and I think there's a possibility of a three-way tag match there, but also, um, I think this is a funny point, This I can't still get out of my head, 
The Undertaker in Orange Cassidy will feel at home as an LIJ member. The oh, way yeah, those, the way those boys move during their entrances. Oh God! It's like an Undertaker entrance at the Tokyo Dome <laughs> times two. Because you had Naito and Sanado where you're like taking their time. So yeah, <laughs> it was a really a fun match and I have to agree it could have been shortened. Uh, if not by 12 minutes, at least five because it felt dragging at some points but still a very, very good match. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Um, Steven, your thoughts on this one? Uh, it ran long, but the last few minutes were good yeah. because it was intense because it's it's like every night of match. You know that the last few minutes are going to be very fun, but the first few minutes really will just be slow, methodical, the usual. I was just uh, interested to see that there was a story being told with uh, ZSJ's left leg or leg. I can't remember. I don't left leg. Oh, well, really. yeah, one of his legs. Left, I think, yeah. if ever. Yeah, one of his legs was being the target of the entire match. And then, biglang, again, backstory of Naito in the Tokyo Dome. He does get too confident at times. Most especially yeah. when he's about to win already. Parang biglang may hesitation siya. And it happened with this Destino. Which is very weird because you would think that Naito being... A perennial loser in Tokyo Dome would have found a way by now, and which he did in his match against Okada in 2019. Was it 2019 or 2020? 2020. 2020, yeah. So you would think that Naito, being so experienced in Tokyo Dome, would have won, but he got too cocky. He thought, he, "Oh, it's like okay, he should have just hit it once and then pin him." Now. But he got too. So now. ZSJ and Taichi are tag champions again. So my final thought is ran too long, but still exciting. Okay, nice. So yeah, um, before we go to the main event, we have to share another um, share another little thing. Now, if I can find it. Um, no worry, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, oh, this one. Here we go. This is the... Yes. Comicsology ten dollar gift card giveaway that's not sponsored by Amazon. And now, Steven, I give you the floor on this one. If you want to win a ten dollar gift card from Comicsology that's not sponsored by Amazon, simply <laughs> like the pin post on our Facebook page and leave a comment. Give us one comic book related guest that we've featured on the show. And then for Twitch, if you want to join a, another contest where we're giving away another uh, $10 gift card, just follow us on Twitch. We are currently at 30 followers. We're That's awesome. We're almost halfway there. <laughs> um, yeah, we're almost halfway there. Uh, we're almost there. We're way to 100 followers. And you just have to follow us on Twitch. To be entered into the raffle and then we will be doing a raffle once we hit 1,000 likes on Facebook and 100 followers on Twitch so uh, whichever comes first we're giving away that card right away so yeah 1,000 likes on FB will give one card 100 followers on Twitch will give one card so that mm -hmm. is it 
really awesome now. Right. Really awesome that we get this. And yeah, now we go to the main event. <laughs> yep. And mm. the main event is actually a one little 27-minute banger of a match between Shingo Takagi versus challenger Hiroshi Tanahashi. And as we said, this match was supposed to, was supposed to not happen because, you know, Kota Ibushi was slated to be on the card. And what happened was, you know, he, he had this uh he had pneumonia, he had the condition, so he's he is uh currently recovering from it. Now, despite that, you know, Tanahashi was willing to step up to the plate and give Shingo another challenge. You know, um Shingo Takagi re, uh, a few months back lost to the Lasu Tanahashi in the never open weight title bout. And you know, Tanahashi held the never belt for the first time. And it was really it was really great. It was a great match. You know, Tanahashi versus Shingo the first time was really awesome. And now that they're fighting in the main event of the Tokyo Dome, you know, rarely say that. You can rarely say that <laughs> if it's not January. That's a really great thing. Um yeah, uh, Shingo Takagi versus Roshi Tanahashi. Tanahashi made us believe so hard that, you know, he was ready. He was, you know, yeah. he was ready to beat Shingo Takagi despite the short notice, you know. Um, whether or not he has had so many years of, you know, his injuries compiling year by year, we, he somehow finds a way to just go up the top rope, go aces high, go high fly flow, Throw a few sling blades and twist and shouts and dragon screws and keep the matches close. Keep the matches so competitive that you're always gonna be worried if it's a Tanahashi match. You know, um, the same way that John Cena's run in the WWE the past few years in the early two the 2010s have been, you know. You know, it's, he's an old reliable. He's a constant. He's the guy who has carried the franchise for so long. And right now, it's just, it was a really great match. Um, you know, the magic of Tanahashi in the main, in Tokyo Dome main event is still there. Despite his age, despite him no longer being the ace, in a sense, you know. He'll always be the ace in people's hearts. And, you know, New Japan crowds still love him. Japanese fans love him. Every... There's uh, if there was one New Japan wrestler that you uh, you should be uh, you should keep always you know people hard to hate you can never hate this guy anyway yeah Tanahashi really great match but despite his effort you know Shingo Takagi was able to find a way out it took a few last of it took a few last of the dragons just to beat uh, it took two of them just to take down. Hiroshi Tanahashi, it was really crazy. Um, Shingo was on the brink of losing as well. He was so close. He got hit by a high fly flow, which was kind of scary. He got hit by a Kamigoye, even though Ibushi is not there. Really insane, really insane yeah. spots there. But yeah, <laughs> uh, arguably, um, you know, this match alone has made me made wrestle Grand Slam in the Tokyo Dome one of my favorite events of the year, wrestling in all of wrestling. Really, really fun event. Really, um, really great competitive match, and yeah, that's all I can say. Um, congratulations to Shingo who got his first successful first defense. We were kind of scared back there because you know, 
there has the title reigns of the previous world heavyweight champions are kind of kind of short you know um yeah well for various reasons now um shingo winning ensures that there's a bit more stability to this uh to this title reign to his title reign and to the title picture in general now let's go to derv derv your thoughts you're i know you're just as hype as i am in this match we were kind of scared too yeah well it's tanahashi it's the main event for the big title at the dome so plus 50 all stats um but yeah it was a good match um i'm not sure if which is better their never match or this one but yeah um shingo needing to put all everything out even in avalanche even an avalanche stadium just to hurt tanahashi and survived a kamigoyi to high fly flow i think that's a story piece for a, a future wrestle kingdom match but um focusing on this match i think yeah tanahashi is still my god um tanahashi is having a 2000s sean michaels run even though he's not in the main event all the time he's still like you guys said old old reliable um throwing throw him into any match at the main event main event he's sure gonna make it worth it for every fan who paid for their new japan world subscription and for the tickets at the venue and then yeah shingo as champion entering with a new full dragon mask um <laughs> that was intense the dragon mask was intense um so yeah um and also i kind of like the direction they went after the match because tanahashi i think was a bit a little bit crying after the match because he knows this might be here as the last opportunity at the big title for a long time and shingo finally beats him um after defeating shingo earlier this year and yeah um it was so funny because it was just a throwaway um conversation that we had while we were watching that oh who's gonna challenge shingo and then we we were thinking of people who can challenge him and then i think i was playing with my dog and i screamed what about evil and then stevens shouted oh it the lights went out and <laughs> the devil showed himself twice <laughs> in the video and this music played and he was actually there right so yeah there's gonna there's a lot of history with those two i think they were also never six-man champions as well right yeah, yeah they were so. yeah they were right so Great part of yeah. story right there yeah so i'm excited even though like the shenanigans with evil matches but for the first time in its young history and for a long time for the main title that as opposed to tanahashi and shingo's match earlier this year which was for the never title belt but was the match and everything was treated as if it was an iwgp heavyweight title match of old we're gonna see mm -hmm. the first uh in a long while iwgp heavyweight world heavyweight now uh title match that will feel like a never open weight match because you expect these guys out uh, evil aside from his shenanigans is one of the best brawl brawlers in the roster shingo is without a doubt 
hands down, unless and there's a few guys that can still um, take it away from him, but he's running away with the wrestler of the year award. That's the biggest compliment I can say for Shingo. And I remember um, during our show uh, earlier this year at the Wowies, I named him wrestler of the year um, to much surprise. And I think it won't be a surprise if we name him wrestler of the year next year again. Easily. So, yeah. Um, now, oh, yeah. Steven, your thoughts. Wait, did I ask already? I, no, I think wait, I went first. Not yet. So Steven. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. Okay. Right. Um I was shocked by the Kamigoye. I thought yeah. why? Like what 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 what's going on? It's like, oh shit, he's calling back to Ibushi. I'm like, fuck. It's like, oh no. Steven, Is gonna use continue, Ibushi? I have a question. Sorry, Steven, yeah. I have a question before you continue. Do you think yeah. um because this is the one I discussed earlier that this will go into a match, future match between Ibushi and Tanashi, hopefully at the Dome next year. Baka, baka sila yung night one. Tapos night two, it's Shingo versus the winner. Probably Ibushi. Assuming, hopefully he'll be healthy na by then. Kasi that aspiration pneumonia I've read ni mga online, it's not pretty. Yeah. It is not pretty. Yeah. The things that you're supposed to stomach for you your lungs. Take, will take for you a while, a, quite a while to recover from that. Is it just food, but very right? un- stomach fluids as well, Everything. Right? Everything that goes yeah. into your mouth. Like, it's, it's not pretty. It's mm. not pretty. So, I was surprised by that. The use of the kamigoye. I was surprised that it took... Three, two, or three, Last of the Dragons two, for two, 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 two. an avalanche oh, one. <laughs> ah, yeah, two avalanche, and I think two. he no, had, so I think the avalanche the one avalanche. was a stay beam, or the other one ah, was okay, a made okay. in Japan. Oh, no, no, yeah, no yeah, there's yeah, one sorry, sorry. that he didn't go for the pin after and then just oh, okay, yeah, that was there we ah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but say, yeah, like, it, it took him several attempts to take out Tanahashi yeah. just to show. How big of a deal Tanahashi really is, especially in Tokyo Dome. Like, sabi nga ni, ni Derv, plus 50 points talaga siya. May plus 50 XP siya sa, ano, sa Tokyo Dome. Stats, walang, yeah. walang, oh, parang, parang pag si Roman Reigns sa WrestleMania, you know he's gonna be protected no matter what. Diba? So, I was shocked that it took him that, that many any attempts to pin Tanahashi. And I realized, oh yeah, we're in Tokyo Dome. Tanahashi is Mr. Tokyo Dome. So, and very few people can say they've beaten Tanahashi in Tokyo Dome. I mean, sino lang ba? Okada, Nakamura. Even Kenny hasn't beaten Tanahashi in, in Wrestle Kingdom in Tokyo Dome. It's, that's how big of a deal Tanahashi's Tokyo Dome, I guess, winning percentage is. Not even yeah, Kenny think, Omega, the guy for the biggest foreign expansion, diba? Yeah, I think the only guys who have beaten him are Nakamura, Okada, and Naito. Grabena. It's crazy. Yeah. Very, very few. So now Shingo is part of that club. Tapos na it's crazy na. Shingo's basically going through the through the pillars of New Japan right now. 
Yeah. yeah. You sabi mo nga, tinalunan niya si Kada to win the belt. He defeated the, the ace. golden boy. Yeah. Yeah, previous golden boy. Tapos ngayon, sino nang kulang? I mean, Osprey is out, I think. For, we don't Ibushi know where Osprey is, is right now. Ibushi is well, still out. I think kulang na lang si Jay White and Naito. So, this is big. <laughs> the fact that Takagi... <laughs> That guy, that guy, that guy in the tattoo. That guy. Oh yeah, uh, we're so, noting that um, the last time Naito and Shingo faced, para, sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. In go ahead. G1, Shingo lost to Naito. That's worth noting. And that's one thing. So Shingo wants that back. <laughs> and I think definitely it's gonna be, there's going to be chatter, right? There's chatter already within them that the story... A probable story heading into the Tokyo Dome is the LIG trio batting for the belt if they ever make it two days again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Shingo was Naito at the Dome, right? He was already he was saying it out loud. <laughs> I want Naito at the Dome. For all we know, so, right? For all we know, baha baka ito na yung proper ano, proper LIJ chant ni Naito instead of you know getting Kentad. At the end of the yeah. at the end of night two, diba? Sana. He gets sana another naman. wink wink wink. He gets another the, the doom naman. Wink wink. <laughs> oh man, man. Yun. Um yun, that's it's just crazy. Um final thought for me would be shocked. Shocked and unexpected. So that's it. That's it for me. I was surprised by the evil thing. That was huge. Um, I'm hoping evil will put in some effort because you can tell Mejo nervous siya as the du- double champion before. I'm really hoping na umayos na siya now because he just needed just needed to get the nerves off. Uh, Jay White. I'm really hoping na once he settles the Bullet Club Elite Civil War Part Two. Uh, in Impact and AEW and wherever that may be, I'm really hoping he comes back to Japan and becomes heavyweight champion again because <sighs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Where Kiwi Knife Pervert has won the big belt. It's been a while. And it would be nice to add the fresh face again because he's been away from the big title picture for so long. Yun. Um, do you want to discuss um, impact or wag na masyado kasi mayari besides the big J White reveal? Uh, we can talk about post event. <laughs> um, yeah, we can just go New Japan on this one now. Evil is the next challenger yeah. now. Um, with Summer Struggle up next and the G One after that. Um, do you think Evil has a chance to get uh, to get back? Or to get his shot at this, to get this, to win it as his first crack <laughs> of the title. Because for me, uh, I think Shingo would still, Shingo needs to assert his dominance in the world title picture. And yeah, this, and you know, this is a great way to uh, complete a little LIJ story arc from uh, a betra- the betrayal arc. Because um, yeah. I think I was, I think I said this, Kanina. Um, yeah, you did. Remember, evil has lost to Sanada and Naito. Yeah, he has beaten, um, although evil has beaten Hiromu. Uh, that's one, 
but you know Shingo is the one left to face evil and just to complete the entire betrayal arc I know Bushi might have might want a crack at him at also but that's uh less likely to happen but yeah your thoughts on um evil and you know maybe after evil who who can <laughs> challenge but yeah let's go we can talk about g1 a bit so um steven you first um i don't think he's gonna win because i have a gut feeling i'll hold the title for the rest of the year until tokido uh siguro after evil i have this weird feeling baka public so again we don't know his status right now so yeah di ko alam eh. di ko alam possible next challenger after evil eh. sanada pero feeling ko g1 na diba after this so yeah after yeah. Evil, talaga, evil mm feeling ko evil versus Versus Takagi, some final like summer struggle. Because it's like a long summer struggle this year. It's like several times, eh, no? Several yeah. tours, actually. Yeah, several tours. So I'm guessing Shingo beats uh, Evil. Then we do the G1. Sanada wins the G1. I hope. Mm. And then, oh fuck! How do you get another back? <sighs> Shingo <laughs> tricky on that. I I, 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 I mean Shingo later, defeated Okada. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Uh, how how how? Maybe maybe Naito pins Takagi during the G one. But Sanada wins the G1. So that means yeah. Naito has the right to face Takagi but loses. And then. And then. But it's Sanada evil, no? This is hard. <laughs> Tricky on this that. This is hard. Day. This is hard. Parang possible that Shingo loses in the second defense to evil. And then evil. Or, or somehow. Evil holds it in until Tokido, so we can have an Evil versus Sanada payoff match. But I think the payoff will be Okada Sanada. Because yeah, actually for Sanada yeah. the story, I think yeah. Okada makes more sense because Sanada challenged multiple times and has never won. But imagine if Sanada was able to win in Tokido. Yeah. Against Okada, that, that's yeah. huge. Imagine. Uh, anyway, man, that's uh, awesome. Um, Lost. I'm just lost. So I, I guess I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm lost. <laughs> okay. Derv, your turn on that. I have um, my, I have to make my own in a few, but go. <laughs> yeah. I think Evil loses, but Evil now as a former world champion adds credibility more because I think the IWGP heavyweight championship needs that those defenses and one long title reign. Because I think ever since it became the IWGP World Championship, Ibushi lost it to his First defense as champion, then Osprey vacated it after being uh, no 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 he defended it once, but he needs though we need a champion that has five defenses or more. So after the Wrestle Grand Slam in Cebu, uh, I forgot the name of the MetLife Dome. There you go. Yeah, MetLife um, Dome. It's a two-day yeah. event. But yeah, I think it's gonna be the Junior Heavyweight Title because I think Hiromu going off track. Or, 
Hiromo called it he wants to main event a, a dome show uh, for the junior heavy match. So I think that's going to be the day one main event. Then day two, I think Shingo beats uh, Evil in a very hard-hitting match with some antics. Um, and then G1 comes in. I think the schedule is out. Um, but still no participants and still no match cards because that's going to be a big spoiler or a big idea where they're going to, uh, well, who's going to win or who's, who are going to be in the finals. But I think, I'm calling it now, Shingo will be grouped with Naito and another former IWGP heavyweight champion. Calling it now, it's going to be Kotaibushi and Osprey. And I think Shingo will lose to those three. Oh God! So you can have the KOPW and the Power Struggle title defenses on lock, which is Ibushi and Osprey, and then Naito, being a smart guy, unlike Sanada who waited after the Tokyo Dome. Sanada, remember Sanada beat Naito last year and didn't challenge Naito. So <laughs> Naito, I think, will then. Oh, I beat you. But uh, I'm too smart. I want you want me at the dome. Now you, there's a reason that you survive, right? And then, what if, what if, Sanada wins the G1 against Okada? That would be fun. Oh fuck! Because that gets the question now. Because Sanada can finally win over Oka- Sanada can win over Okada when it matters. Because remember the last time you Okada mm. was. A throwaway match that turned into like arguably the most drama field match of the G1 of G129. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I remember yeah. I was at the gym giggling back then. So yeah, I think that covers it with Sanada winning. I don't know in my viewpoint. Um I still don't know who will challenge at the day one. Certainly it's uh if history dictates it, it's gonna be I know. Because Ibushi lost the right, right? The rights last year. Yeah, he lost but the right to J-Y. Yeah, but he was the G1 winner. So I think Sanada will outsmart Naito and Naito will be forced to face... Uh, I think we're going to have a one-day title reign for Naito. And then Naito what? will drop it to Sanada. Okay, wait. Okay, that's your... Wow. That's your call. Okay, wow. here. Here's my call. Let's... let's uh, <sighs> Now let's change. Let's shuffle it up. Okay, this is an all the LIJ uh, prediction affair. Sorry for <sighs> anyone else who's fan of Chaos Bullet Club or Suzuki Gun. Uh, we love, we love, we love them. Uh, we also love those factions. But hey, LIJ is something else. Um, okay, for my prediction, um, G one September to October, right? Um, okay. Now, here's my thought. Very quick. Shingo gets grouped with um Shingo gets grouped with uh with Naito. Sonata is on the other other side. Yeah. And in the process, you know, Shingo loses to Naito, gets pinned by Naito. Okay, that's one. Gets pinned by Naito. Or uh, okay, wait, no, 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 wait. Let's shuffle it up. Shingo gets pinned by Sanada, who's in his same group. Okay, that's one. And somehow Naito tops the other group and makes it to the final. And you know, let's just say uh my hypothetical involves um either yeah, either Sanada or Naito winning G1 to challenge 
Shingo in the Tokyo Dome. And night one would be night one would be the guy who pinned. Night two would be for the certificate holder. Now, all I want to see though for me is um, I want to see Shingo versus another night one, pin, the guy who pinned. And uh, I know it's kind of unlikely for Naito to win another G1, although, you know, he's a multi-time G1 winner. So that's one thing going for him. Um, all I want to see is Naito winning the title, doing a successful roll call, and finally just, you know, one last title reign and, you know, just right off the sunset, complete his entire story before, um, you know, before age and injuries just hit him like a truck because it's kind of, it's going to hit him hard soon. It's going to hit every wrestler soon. But, yeah, I, I that's like one thing. Idea. Man, I like Jude's idea because you know why? It's perfect for the Jay White story that Steve is saying as well. Yeah, it allows you to, I think, if wait, if Jay White's involved, Jay White and Knight have a little history. If that's the yeah. result of the Tokyo Dome, so yeah, that that concludes because you know Jay White and Naito have had a spicy rivalry before Naito won the double gold, so that's really good. Yeah, and I know that I know that their matches may uh, not have been as spectacular, but you know Jay White was still on the process of you know grasping his uh, his skills back then. Like you know he was. It was um it was until late twenty twenty and early twenty twenty one that we saw how Jay White how Jay White can actually shine. But yeah. yeah. The anyway, G1 in twenty nineteen. Um, he he was amazing in the twenty nineteen G one though. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I think his later runs in the in twenty twenty in twenty twenty mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. early this okay. year, like just further just strengthened, secured his uh secured his hold as, you know, actually the future of New Japan. Um, yeah, okay. and I guess that's that's pretty much it. That's our um, little Wrestle Grand Slam prediction. Ah, reaction, reaction. I mean, and a little <laughs> prediction. Uh, a little Nostradamus mm. look into uh, our predictions for G One and future events. Now, um, so once again, Derv, uh, thank you for joining us. And, thank you, pleasure is mine. Um, yeah, where can we find you? I'm gonna post. I'm gonna put this caption, and then yeah, where else can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Al- at Albertizi on Twitter at Lushbagetti, and mm-hmm. you can also listen to me at the Wrestling Wrestling I Wrestling Wrestling After Work Podcast. <laughs> sorry, 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 I know you. I, I didn't know. <laughs> we we're surprised. Bago member. We're just surprised. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, uh, you can listen to me with Abel, uh, Angela, and Carlos over at the Wrestling After Work podcast, where podcast podcasts are li- available to listen to, and a new project with you guys. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're vlogging that. Yeah, um, you can listen to me, and I let the guys talk about that, uh, Stephen and Jude. So yeah, okay. there you go. I'm sorry, Wrestling Podcast. I'm a fan of your podcast, and I'm friends with one of you guys. So yeah, Wrestling After Work. Sorry, guys, don't get mad at me. It's the ginger beer <laughs> that's hitting. <laughs> okay, now for a bit because um, yeah, I just had to put a little a new caption. So yeah, for the geeky ones first. 
you can find our find us on our social media profiles on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at the Geeky Ones. Um, yeah. Just find us quickly. Uh, thegeekyones.com, where we just post uh, various geeky blogs, we review shows. Derv has a few articles on Dota 2 and Dota Dragon's Blood. He has a review there. I have a few anime reviews uh, for the past few months and a few esports th- content as well. So yeah, we're gonna post, and also we had the Realme Watch to review. You know, if you're if you're looking for a smart watch, you know, you can take a look at our site to know what we think about it. Now for the podcast, the Geeky Ones podcast is now available. It's all it's all available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms that we might have yet to claim because you know there's a lot of podcast sites there. But yeah, um. The ones we've mentioned were pretty where it's all official. You can listen to them for free, download for them for free. You can um, listen to us while um, listen to us whenever whenever possible. And before before we end our plugs, we also have a little plug. We have a new um, new slice of life podcast called Evolving Backwards, and it is a little yep. um, little collaboration with folks at uh smart henry wrestling wrestling podcast and wrestling after work and it is a uh slice of life as i said slice of life meaning uh there's it's uh it's various questions and discussions about um life anything anything <laughs> actually it can, it can range from insightful educational to mundane to just downright insane anyway so that's um and you can listen to that, our very first episode on Anchor and Spotify. And I think we have yet to promote that, Stephen, on our Geeky Ones page. That's going to be cool, though. Um, yeah, uh, stay tuned for more episode on more episodes of Evolving Backwards whenever we can, whenever we have the schedule for that. Um, yeah, and by the way, uh, for those who are watching, for those who are caught, for those who are, uh, who are watching on different platforms on our YouTube, Twitch, Saying and Facebook. Saying hi to Kalem on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for watching. YouTube, thank you so by much. By the way, Derv, uh, shout out to you by Thursday. By Thursday. Hi, Thursday. Yeah, hi, so yeah, awesome there. Wait, thank Thursday of, ano, of ano, Hype-based collectibles. Yeah, yeah Hype-based. Yes, awesome I am. I am getting my hopefully, hopefully, walang shipping issues. Um, <laughs> may na Batman Beyond set next month. Exciting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, I think we have the same. Our... We ordered through Thursday through Hypebase. Yes, Thursday Ilunio. Shout out to Hypebase. Awesome Watch it. <laughs> yeah, Hypebase. Yeah, thank you so much. But yeah, awesome. Uh, Awesome store, by the way. If you're looking for action figures and uh, various collectibles, you can check out their store in Green Hills. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it for the Geeky Ones. That's our 83rd episode. That's you know closer to 90, uh, closer to the big 100. That's gonna be that's gonna so take I'm, a while. So, and, oh yeah. The, oh yeah. There's another so, giveaway. <laughs> oh yeah, giveaway, Derv. Um, no, no, no. I'm saying have, about a certain someone that. Manifesting, we are manifesting. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. manifesting. Wait, okay, okay. okay. Um, we have to do Drew, this a may, little bit. Um, may, I, may I take the reins on this one? Go, yeah, sure. Captions all yours there. Okay, all right. So, 
So this crazy idea of Derb de Venecia, we we were just making fun of, we were just having fun with um, dream podcast potential guests. Yeah, like random podcasts. It's like who could we get? Uh, like you know, pretty big name and stuff. And we were like, hey, what about Suramirez? Because our article on her movie called The Weather is one of our best performing articles of all time for the last three years of the Geeky One's existence. And yeah, it would be so cool to get to know her, get to get a better perspective of her career and like you know the process behind choosing certain roles, like you know, God the weather and you know, Ambulance Wi-Fi and such. It, it's it's it would be so fun to have Sue Ramirez and just pick her brains and like just ask her like how did you go here? Like, like how did you go from point A to point B in your career? You know, like like and that awesome. possible quest about her movie career. It's so cool because if you look at Sue Ramirez's um well not IMDB but like just her wiki page, so but I'm varied movies yeah it's yeah, really so different one of the few actresses not afraid to take uh take us uh, to take you know daring roles in the sense mm-hmm. as we say exactly. in philippine show business but yeah uh, we have <laughs> daring, hashtags no. who annexed the geeky ones yes. <laughs> so yeah go see hashtag it's a little hashtag as conceived by derv devinesh <laughs> yeah we're manifesting um, for a little dream guest there but hey uh, I think we can note something that, uh, you know, you can expect more guests as well. You know, uh, we are always uh, we are always on the lookout to help out um, various uh, local geek communities here, whether it be on art, whether it be on music, where uh, we are game, we are, you know, we are ready to, you know, uh, give them a give them a place to uh give them a place a platform to express their thoughts and promote their work so that's awesome um but yeah this has been episode 83 of the kiki ones i'm jude um co-host steven and guest derv and um but yeah thank you for watching with us uh, at this prime time hour and um yeah once again thank you and uh we'll see you next episode so bye guys bye bye this episode of The Geeky Ones is presented to you by Ambidexter. Check out ambidexter.media for more information.